When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Dear friends and family, there's an insane new show coming to Forever Dog that is going to blow your mind and you have to subscribe right now. It's called Beyond. And if you love things like horoscopes, aliens, and ghosts, you are not going to want to miss it. Beyond follows comedian and producer Mike Kelton as he uses supernatural forces to solve everyday problems. That's right. Instead of just going to therapy like a normal person, Mike works with witches, mediums, ghost hunters, cult leaders, healers, potion makers, astrologers, and others. Can a witch solve his dog's aggression issues? Can a hypnotist cure Mike's Diet Coke habit? Can Mike use his powers as an empath to help me figure out what an empath is? <laughs> well, I'm not going to tell you the answer to these questions. You're going to have to subscribe and listen to the show. In the first episode, Mike gets help from a medium to connect with his deceased grandfather. It's such a terrific episode of podcasting. Please check it out. And in episode two, he goes to a witch who tells him to bury a goat's head in Prospect Park. It's just wild and possibly illegal. You know, I once went to my dressmaker and I told him I was a medium and he asked me to contact his dead wife. <laughs> so uh, whether you're a believer in all this stuff or not, please join Mike for an open-minded, hilarious and emotional journey through the incredible world of all things spiritual, spooky and downright beyond. Subscribe to Beyond today on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. you do you. That's Beyond. beyond. Forever Dog Race Chaser Hello. 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 And welcome back to Race Chaser, a podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's RuPaul's Drag Drag Race, Race. starting from the very beginning. This is the beginning. (laughs) My name's Alaska. What's yours? I'm Willem. We are back, 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 back again. Season two of the podcast. We're here. Are you elated, ecstatic? I'm, I'm bewitched, bothered, and bewildered. Uh, I'm befuddled, flummoxed, flabbergasted. Bemuggled also. This paint, I've never seen this kind of paint on you. It's so extravagant. The stonework? Right, exactly. I do floor work and stonework. Uh I do do a little table work too. (laughs) For sure. Um, We've got a word back that y'all enjoyed season one. So welcome to season two. Yeah. And I, you know, I... 
Uh, one of the m- main questions that I kept getting from people was, are you going straight into season two? Do we have to wait? And so we made it a priority and we said, we're going to go, we're going to roll right into season two. Mm-hmm. After, Alaska's after got an five... IV in her arm. <laughs> I know, right? After five bonus episodes, we're here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bonus hole girl. You know. Yeah. Oh my God. Season two, episode one. Uh, they really went hard with the theme on this one, the Gone with the Window. Yes. Have you ever seen Gone with the Wind? I have. It is the longest movie I think I've ever in existence. It has an intermission. It legitimately does. I mean, yeah. it's, it's just very, very long. I remember I was watching it on a cruise once, the Drag Race cruise. Mm-hmm. And I fell asleep like hard while watching it. And I woke up and it was still like not even in the <laughs> middle of the movie. It's a very long film. But uh, it's required viewing. Uh, the casting for that was crazy, too. Every actress in the world tested for Scarlett O'Hara, just like every drag queen tested for this. That's true. And I think <laughs> season two was the first time that they had a fan selection drag queen, right? Right. And uh, yes. Yeah. Just and they ha- they this this time they could like sort of put the call out and like submit a tape whip, on real. the website. Yeah, yeah totally. Because the show existed. Mm-hmm. Um. Literally, and season two premiered a year after season one, almost to the day, I think February 2nd versus February 1st. Yeah. And um, now they're churning them out to a year, all stars and normal. So um, this is the first time that they've, that they've, uh, I don't know where this is going. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so there was a public vote, like you said, and Jessica Wilde was chosen, which I didn't know. I didn't know that. Puerto Rico, they band together. Hallelujah, you know, girl. You know they had 10 million IP addresses. They turned out the vote, girl. Mm-hmm. Yes. And a couple times the fan favorites have been sent packing uh, the first episode. Penetration. Penetration. God bless. Peggy Tration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, Jessica comes in smiling. And uh, is she the first? Who's first in the room? Uh, Nicole Page Brooks, Brooks from Atlanta, Atlanta Georgia. Georgia. She walks in with her carry-on suitcase and a clutch. I guess they didn't allow the girls to check luggage back then. <laughs> it didn't fit the little size no. thing for carry on. Right. So. <laughs> You're going to have to gate check that. <laughs> pink tag, pink tag. She said, I didn't know that was hanging out. No, different pink tag. Um, before, before the queens walk in, Rue gives basically a sizzle reel for the show. Gorgeous, innocent, sexy. Sexy. There's some new glamour girls in town, and they're sitting on a big old secret. It's Why a- are they sitting on Mystique, though? Oh, my What did God. she do? I'm kidding. It's a really good sizzle reel. It is. It would make me want to watch it, and yeah. I did watch it at this point. Um, there's 12 queens this year, and they've made a couple more upgrades. The workroom's bigger and better. It's not in the World of Wonder basement anymore. Um, actually, that's a lie. It was never in the basement. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's it was an urban a legend. It's an urban legend with Rebecca Gayhart. Um, <laughs> and there's also less filter, and the main stage is bigger and better. Yeah. And this sizzle reel is also extensive. Like, it shows clips from the whole season, which I don't think they do that anymore because mm-hmm. it reveals, like, now the fans are Nancy Drew and they're like, okay, she's in this many looks, so that means she's in this many episodes, mm-hmm. at least. Yep. So, um, that you know, that's special. We they do do that, yeah. Um, now, the makeup sponsor is NYX instead of MAC. 
Yeah. Which makes me go, why? What? What's wrong, Mac? You know? Well, Can you not afford the 25 grand? Maybe Nick's offered more money. Maybe they were like a starting out company and they were like, hey, we want a part of this drag queen TV show. I, I do know that sponsor wise, they have um, they've approached a makeup company that I used to work with. And they said in order for them to be the presenting makeup sponsor, they would want the whole cash prize. That would be the makeup company's job to supply it. Okay. Which was $100,000. And that company is no longer in business. So um, they didn't do it. Yeah. But um, yeah. You had Nick's cosmetics. We right? had Nick's. And I still have some of the lashes that I'll never wear. Are you, are you picking nail glue <laughs> off your nails? No, not at all. Oh. I'm picking things from underneath my nails. Mm. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> I smelled my hand yesterday. And Ooh. it still smelled like the, the trade from Birmingham. Yeah. It was pungent and lovely. <laughs> Wesonality. Wesonality. <laughs> She's got Wesonality, girl. These queens that come into the room, some of them look like they wash their faces before they come in. Because <laughs> Shangela has absolutely no makeup on. No. Zero. Not a stitch. No. Nicole Page Brooks looks like Jamie Lee Curtis in True Lies. <laughs> That's the truth. She does. 100%. She is slim, feminine, sleek. Uh-huh. No ovaries. Right. Just like Jamie Lee. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of basic black LBDs. Shangela looks like Laquifa. She got a furry shrug. Looks like a bath mat. <laughs> the w- I wonder if it was in the prompt to wear like cocktail attire. I think probably the prompt was cocktail. cocktail. Yeah. I could yeah. see cocktail being the the um, the directive. Because they're all kind of in cocktails. Mm-hmm. And then Raven comes in. LBD. Yes, she has a little uh, lilac dress on. Oh, yeah. You didn't bring a purse or nothing, girl? That's the no. Nicole answer. I, I just, just put, put it in my tits. I think, and Raven, I I think she's, we received her very favorably when we watched this season way back in the olden days. I agree. She was kind of the one that would just say exactly what everybody was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. She was very hip, very cool, sexy, like her makeup is untouchable mm-hmm. still. Bulletproof. Yeah. You would sleep in it for sure. And the fact that she wasn't, uh, she doesn't have all the normal, look at me, drag queen, big hair, feathers. She's stripped down, sleek, and that's all she yeah. needs because, I mean, the the proof is in the pudding. Yeah, most definitely. Mm-hmm. And like you said, she's very uh, honest and to the point. Yeah. She. I think if she was on nowadays, she might be perceived as like bitchy or like um, villainous or like. Wait, I'm sorry, you said might be? (laughs) (laughs) But back then, it was like, it was like, oh, she's straightforward and honest, but she's bitchy, but she's honest. And so we're okay with that. Yeah, bitchy with a wink is always helpful. Yeah. And I think that she delivers that. Jujubee is just all wink. She claims she's fashion forward and loves accessories. Um, maybe she admires them because I, I, I don't know if she's actually wearing <laughs> any. Of those. She, it's it's a look. I love her. Yeah, yeah. She's she's incredible. Sahara comes in and instantly you <laughs> see Shangela go up. She's like, yeah, one hundred percent. And that introduces the first shade rattle of the season Mm -hmm. because Raven just goes, rolls her head out of her eyes, 
Clearly. They all cut their eyes so fierce. All of them. It's like, oh, (laughs) this. And then, of course, Morgan comes in and Raven does the exact same thing. Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, oh, I had no idea you were coming. Oh, my God. We both work in West Hollywood. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't know if I said this last season, but the Wednesday or so or Monday before I left, I went to go see Chad specifically because I knew he was on. And I was like, we should get lunch. He's like, yeah, next week. Ah. It was one of those. <laughs> right. And then as soon as he saw me, he's like, you little bitch. <laughs> yeah, we you, were supposed to have lunch. Right. Did you know anybody on your season that was going in? Uh, Detox was on the same flight. So we, we knew something was up. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't know. I didn't know of any, anyone like before that. But the day we flew in, we were on the same flight. I will tell you that the night before that flight, she was in Florida cutting up and a car broke down. And the choice happened between either taking me or the luggage. They took the luggage. Well, yeah, at least she had to go to the race. Her and Vicky. And my sister had to drive two hours to Tampa to grab me or oh Jacksonville. God. And they, they flew away. <laughs> and they tried to pick up Vicky at the airport. The the PA oh, was I know. Yeah, full Vicky was well. There. Okay. They were both in full phase. Too. Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. There was zero time. <laughs> and they forgot this dress that Hillary Swank wore that D had, that blue navy Hillary Swank oh, Oscars wow. one. Somehow it ended up in Florida in a thrift store and one of their friends grabbed it. <laughs> Sticky finger queens. Um, who else we have this season? We have Mystique Summers. Mystique. In a pantsuit and a good she's slack. wearing a good slack. And, yes. Um, she's representing for the big girls. She mentions that. At least three times this season, this uh, this episode. Yes, Jessica Wilde, looking lovely. She looking has lovely. bangs, um, sort of a kimono inspired dress. Yeah, and I I'd say that she's smart for having bangs because whenever you're going into a situation where you're unsure of the lighting, always sunglasses, bangs, <laughs> one of the <laughs> yes, two for God. sure. Uh, Sonique comes in next, and she is all big hair and blonde and gorgeous. She looks like one of the most drag. She's very drag. She's yeah. she, it's she's definitely not in street wear. She's definitely in a costume. I think. Yeah, for sure. Which is, you know, that I, I mean, I like that. Yeah. A lot of the girls are in dark colors. Um, and this is a good opportunity to say that I, one of the reasons I don't wear dark colors is because the detail gets lost mostly when you film. Yeah. Like, Sonique has so much stuff on, but it's all black and you can't really tell what it is. Right. But it all matches technically. Um, Tatiana makes her entrance. So lovely. So lovely. So gorgeous. So um, Delia's. <laughs> just a tall model. Claire's. Cla- very that. Claire's and Delia's. <laughs> um, and the first uh, thank you is uttered. Thank you. Thank you. She went, She mentions that she went and dragged to school when she was 14. That's pretty baller. Like, can you, I mean. I waited till I was 15 to go and drag. <laughs> but I did. <laughs> Pandora makes her first um I'd say entrance of the season because all the girls now, they have a catchphrase, they have a t-shirt by the time they get in the room. Hers actually feels natural and funny, you know? Yeah. And kind of, um, what's the word? Not premeditated to the point where it's devoid of any joy or humor. No. Yeah. She is obviously an entertainer and she was like, this is my first moment to make a big entrance. And so she does that. She totally does. Yeah. Um, Tyra Sanchez walks in after that and is all angles and gorgeous. And so stunning. Very sugar breaker. Lovely. Obviously a custom garment, a mm-hmm. custom ensemble. Oh, She's look. put together from head to toe. And she has a handbag? 
Uh, yeah, a lady is never sure. A lady can never be too sure. Shangela yeah. has absolutely no makeup on. I just have to reiterate that. You just can't get over it. <laughs> I, I misspoke. Tyra does not have a handbag. There Wait, is no handbag. Wait, she does it? What? Mm-mm, no handbag. None. A lady is never sure. She does. She yeah. has a clutch. A clutch. She has a clutch. There's clutch. We spotted a clutch. I see the clutch. We found the ruling. <laughs> She's 21, and so is Tatiana. We got some young fish up in here. Tadpoles. Yes. Mm-hmm. Tadpoles. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's when they want to pull on your pole, a tad. <laughs> yeah, girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, and pejorative warning, um, we're about to say a word that is not okay anymore. So I'll say it. Um, RuPaul gives the fa- infamous "You've got shemale" line, and it's not the actual classic one. The "Ooh, you got" with all the bells and whistles. It sounds like um, the first take of a sound test. "You've got shemale." It's just kind of like delivered <laughs> voice memo. Yeah, <laughs> very that, very that auto dictate <laughs> uh, voice to text. You've got shemale. <laughs> Um, there's lots of racing puns and reality TV show lingo. Put the stiletto to the metal. Uh, uh, several Kim Kardashian references. Several. Wanted a Kim, settle for a Chloe. None of you were smart enough to leak a sex tape and get your own reality show. This must have been the height of all that happening. Was that before all the girls did porn? <laughs> yes. Wait, uh, were there no, none of these girls appeared in any pictures like that i, guess. I don't think so yeah no i don't yet. think so i don't think so that we saved that for season <laughs> five <laughs> five probably we'll get to that in a few years um rue comes into the workroom and the girls are just thrilled but more so she introduces herself personally to yeah each girl. did and she do that your season um I think once the cameras were kind of down, I think it was more of like a, hey, what's up? Mm -hmm. But this is very, like, informal. It's very, like, she knows Pandora by name, uh, which, I mean, that that I I would feel as a contestant was, like, a huge, like, badge of honor. Right? All these other girls. Um, uh, I, God, Shangela has no makeup on. (laughs) I can't get past it. We keep looking, and I'm just like... Can we put this on the Instagram? Yeah, definitely. When the time comes. Oh, Miss Shanji. Okay. Miss Shanji, baby. <laughs> yeah. Good for all these girls, though, for getting up in drag and getting here. Shanji quit her job, so maybe that's why she has no makeup on. She couldn't buy any. Um, I... <laughs> Uh, the prizes this year are, you know, the, the normal prizes. Nick's Cosmetics. A lifetime supply. Ooh. Did y'all get a lifetime supply? I'm not sure. I'd have to ask the one. I think it was Lifetime because Sharon won that prize. And I tell you, we were up to our eyeballs in Nick's cosmetics around that household. And, you know, I think Nick's gets kind of a bad reputation as being like a lower end, like more affordable uh, product. I use their liquid liner to this day. They have really good like staple products like that. A primer is great. They're p- brown pencils. I use uh, like they're my go-to. Mm-hmm. I use them to make my brown hole darker. <laughs> um, uh, there's one year PR contract with Project Publicity. Yes. Um, an LA iWorks campaign. Yes. And you get to headline the Logo Absolute tour. Yes. Which I I never give head for lines. I pay for my drugs. Um, and then 25k. Which is lovely. That's the the cash prize is getting bigger. That's a good sign. What was it? What was it in season one? It was ten thousand dollars, wasn't it? 
we'll need a ruling on that and we'll find that out and we'll come back from this break This episode is brought to you by, who I almost nodded off because this Helix mattress is so comfortable, Helix Sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. I've had several many Helix mattresses for several many years now, and I love I them all. They're all my I've babies. I've read the men's room wall. We have the midnight dusk. We have the uh, we have the one for uh, heavy sleepers, and that's also oh, good. Oh, they're if, all good. If you have slumber parties, if, uh, lots. Of, I love a Helix party, uh, and we are the Helix girls, and we have been for such a long time that we know what works best for us and our bodies. But if you don't know, you could take a Helix sleep quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. They've got models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Also models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Ooh, plus enhanced cooling features to help you from overheating at night. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. So that's why they offer a 100-night trial to try out your new Helix mattress and a 10- to 15-year warranty. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Drag. Drag and use code Helix Partner Twenty. This is their best offer yet, and it's not going to last long. It's so good, I'm going to say it again. That's HelixSleep.com/drag and use code Helix Partner Twenty. With Helix, better sleep starts now. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. You're literally getting them out of you by speaking them and figuring out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. That's right. And I think, uh, and I've said this before, I think therapy is a very useful tool, whether you've been through something very traumatic or you're just trying to better yourself. Yeah, and if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. You don't have to leave your house. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Yeah, all the therapists have licenses. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drag today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag. And we're back, and it's time for the mini challenge. But first, season one, the prize money was $20,000. So for those of you who were... You know, guessing those of you on Reddit. Theories, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, what the? This is the Gone with the Wind photo challenge with Mike Ruiz. I think the best thing to come out of this challenge is the meme of Sahara's eyebrow or the eyelash. eyelash. Yeah. 
The eyelash heard around the world. It really was. Oh, it's good. She looks like um the guy in Death Becomes Her, the creepy guy at the doctor's office. That has office, to pull up the eye. <laughs> whose sure. eye doesn't work. Yeah. Because <laughs> one of her eyes is like super open and the other is closed. I think the eyelid is literally being blown open, <laughs> flapping like a gaping, like a gaping booty. Um, I think the, the pit crew is super sexy. Yeah. I don't know their names, though. It's not. Well, I think we got their names in season one. Yeah. One of them, I believe, is named Kenyon. Kenyon? Yes. Oh, I know a Kenyon in New York. Hey, Kenyon. <laughs> Are you listening? I bet Are you ain't. out there tonight? This is Delilah. <laughs> he doesn't know what I do. Loves them. Oh, he doesn't know. Have <laughs> you ever been with a special girl like me before? He knows what I do, but <laughs> I don't think he knows what I do. He's always like, Why are you in New York? And I was like, I travel for work. He said, What do you do? I say, I'm a liquor rep. <laughs> I'm a Newport cigarettes representative. <laughs> um, the girls have to straddle a canyon. Uh, <laughs> a cannon. A, a cannon. That's that word. You want to straddle a canyon? <laughs> I want to straddle a canyon. That pick room guy is hot. I'm down. Um, I think that uh, the girls with bangs uh, kind of have an advantage because this wind is fierce and the headband. Tati with her good old headband. Okay, we've just received a piece of intel. Okay. Okay. Bodybuilder and model Max the Body Filizaire and model Emmanuel Palmer. Those are the new pit crew guys. Okay. Okay, work. Work them. We need to do a where are they now. On them. I wonder if they're on Instagram. I want to know where Morgan's wig is. Her wig flew right off. It wanted to escape. But did you see it? There were only three tracks anyway. (laughs) Had to be light as a feather. The back of it, I I wasn't sure um, what the diagnosis was, but it looks like it had chemo at some point. Raven, though... She when she walks back into the workroom, she just pulls it off like a Plucked. like a hanky on her head, literally. And somehow it wasn't pinned or glued or or taped or anything. So I don't know, maybe because it was shorter, or maybe Morgan's head is really tiny, and just the wig wasn't clipped tight enough. Yeah, um, I know when I wear short hair gigs, I didn't usually pin; they would just stay because it was tight enough. Did you get blasted with a turbo exhaust engine fan? <laughs> um, only when Vicky had Taco Bell. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, I think that uh, the girls made the best out of the situation, and yeah. um, if if you try to face the wind, it was bad. And Raven's picture is facing away from the wind. Yes, and so is Tatiana. It's when you get that good angle of yeah, like. The- you're turning sort of away from it where mm-hmm. it works. And it's weird because you see some of the girls um, performing well in the shoot and you're like, oh, yeah, she's nailing it, nailing it, nailing it. And then you see the picture that they choose and you're like, <laughs> oh, OK, I see why you chose that one. There needs to be clear losers and winners. Our season <laughs> Jiggly won and we were like, huh? Oh, so y'all were pissed at her from the beginning. <laughs> well, no, we uh, at that point I was like, good for her. But then I saw when she was sewing her outfit i was like oh she's definitely going to be bottom two so it goes from the win to the lose in one episode so you see you see the formulaic reality tv stuff for sure but it's a good goddamn show and raven looks sexy jujubee looks cute in this um this little boy moment when they get out of drag yeah yeah it's um and they get to drink in the workroom drinking in the workroom cocktail party honey that's not okay yes i don't know 
You were drinking Malibu out of water bottles, so don't even try it. <laughs> um, that's been unconfirmed. <laughs> well, well, this is starting a tradition of we're going to absolutely destroy the girls' first mm-hmm. first challenge. Yep. So dunk them, dip them, blow them. <laughs> exactly. Season one, we're going to throw water on you and spray you with hoses. Mm-hmm. Uh, here, and my favorite part of this is they pretended like. They had the fan on when they first walked in, Mm -hmm. and it was like a light breeze, and Tatiana was like, oh, this is great. It's like giving a little lift to my hair. Everything's better with a fan. Fans make things bigger. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, now we're going to start. And they turn it up to full (laughs) blast, and it's like danger. Rocket exhaust, for sure. Um, Tyra is also very clear on saying Morgan's going to get on her nerves. Yes, she can tell. She can tell straight away. Morgan do have a mouth, and that mouth can go. Um, So I understand that. Um, Tati's transformation is pretty wild. Yeah. She looks like um, a librarian's son. (laughs) Jessica looks the same, without the glitter lip. And Shangela, um, Shangela looks great. Shangela looks Shangy. Um, I do wonder, though... Um, in the, it's called the Chiron, I think, the thing at the bottom of the screen. Yeah. Um, Shangela is listed as 28. <laughs> Sahara is listed as 25. You're really trying to Nancy Drew this one. Well, they went to college together. That's what they're saying. And yes. I know their mama. I know Calexis Davenport from Dallas, Texas, Rose Room. Shout out. Hey, girls. Um, so I don't know about that age disparity. Also, Manila said she was 25 on her season, and we know that not to be a fact. So I'm wondering if the buffoonery and the shenanigans have started in season two officially on the age. So you think Sahara shaved a few years off of her age? Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Or lasered. <laughs> One of the two. Because it's possible. Sahara was ahead of Shangela in college. So I don't know how that worked. Oh, baby genius. Maybe she's a baby genius. That could be. Definitely baby genius. But it is how it works. And here's a pro tip for anyone auditioning for the show. Once you get there... No one's going to do the math on your age. I think you can probably just, if you tell them you are an age over and over enough times, it'll probably make it onto the show. Yeah. And you'll be forever that age. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, Raven wins the first photo challenge and she does deserve it. She's gorgeous. She, yeah, also she, didn't, good. she also didn't have the hindrance of hair. So maybe short hair right. gigs are the way to go for the first episode. Uh, sure. Less, I, it would work well in water as well. Less of a variable with the paint. And the yeah. spinning, and I think I don't know. Sonique looks, but depressed. not every girl could be that w- girl wearing short hair. Short hair, I don't. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't want that to be my first impression. Not at all. It's, Me neither. It doesn't work for my like my personal moment. Also, and uh, none of the girls walk in like wearing the same hair or wig. I know you've walked into a room and <laughs> you've seen people wearing your outfits, and you're like, "Why is that trash can in my look?" Yeah, it happens all the time. Yeah. This main challenge continues with the Gone with the Wind theme, and it's Gone with the Windows. Yes, God. To the windows, to the balls. Yes. Now, did you like the hotel footage of the girls waking up? Oh, the salacious male footage, all male. The boys. We didn't get any of those. I I felt a little plucked that we didn't have those. Okay. They cut them out. Well... Um, if anybody wants to see Detox Naked, they can look up her previous internet work. Um, <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> but I love the male footage, though. It shows um, a, 
a French tip nail buckling the most masculine cowboy belts. Yeah. Um, they're really honing in like, these are guys. Look at them. They're dudes. Yeah. <laughs> Here's oh the bulge. The funny thing is the hotel carpet is um, the same pattern as one of the curtains that they're about to choose from. <laughs> Honestly, this is a great challenge. It's called Gone with the Window. And actually, side note, this is the challenge that Bob the Drag Queen had to recreate on season eight. And that's when he made the purse, which led to purse first. He also wore that um, same look for Wigstock. Yeah. All, all hems and frays. And had a giant purse. Yeah. That I- Desmond came out of. <laughs> When he asked what I thought of his outfit, I said, have you thought of um, blackout curtains? <laughs> he didn't like that. Um, this is crazy because this is the first time where they're like, other than Raven, bitches, go at your own will and hurt each other and run. You know? Yeah. It's happened a couple times and it makes for good television. As Shangela says, there were no ladies on that set today. Those were men fighting no. over the curtains. The curtain choices for me are a little bit tame i mean they're all kind of they're neutrals they're definitely nooch they kind of all look the same a little bit they're neutrals and they're giving me nooch uh you know raven gets the best one it's a zebra print but that's still a neutral it's black and white and then right you know there's a couple of geometric patterns and um t-girl taupe and uh browns and blacks not not fun stuff yeah i mean um, this the, is what the girls were given to work with. So maybe that was a choice, like, so that they're all kind of on an even playing ground. I don't know. Maybe that's what that company had to offer. The trade out for the company. I'm sure they don't have uh, drag queen friendly curtains. Right. Wait, like, why does a bitch have a ceiling fan? Where in the fuck did Jujubee get a fucking ceiling fan? How did I not see were, that? Did well, she bring that from home? Yeah. Yeah, she must have. No, they were also given a bunch of stuff from, I think, what, out of the closet or... Oh. They were given a bunch of like thrift store stuff, so that's where like the basket on the head comes from, and like, oh, it's out of the, out closet. Of the closet. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Morgan has a satellite dish, and make your costume from it. We also have to incorporate homeware pieces from out of the closet. I'm going to be flawless with this. She has an entire ceiling fan unit. Wow. Um, Shangela immediately uh, reveals her Achilles heel, which is she doesn't really do hair or makeup or, makeup. or, or outfits. <laughs> or clothes. <laughs> but she found out that Pandora does. She said, Pandora, get over here. And uh, I guess she kind of sisters up to her. She does, because she finds out that she sews. That's the first thing she, question she asks. Yeah, Pandy does sew. She knows her way around a needle. It's true. And I will t- say to Shangela's benefit that, like, it look, I mean, look, this is she's living proof that you don't have to necessarily be the best at hair or clothes or makeup. In but she's still wildly successful, arguably one of the most successful drag queens out there. It's really her like spirit and her like personality, her personality, 100. her uh resourcefulness. Like she finds the person who can so. She she went in there after 5 months and it do take nerve. It do take nerve. And she said, I'm going to go do this show about drag queens. And I don't care that I've only been doing it five months. I, I'm fierce. Yeah. And she made a good enough impression that they obviously asked her back. Exactly. Um, Rue comes in for the walkthrough and uh, there's complaints from Mystique, which <laughs> I sympathize for because on my season, there was um, a large and in charge woman who was 
at a disadvantage because of uh, production's um, lack of thought into their needs. Latrice's right. boat didn't fit her, and right. she didn't have the materials to make it fit. So we had to, you know, stop and figure it out. They're like, no one touch their boats. This needs to be fair. Everyone put your tools down. I was yelling about a drill. Um, <laughs> so they gave her extra work time that day, and then the morning, the the next morning to work on it. And Mystique doesn't have the fabric for her size she says they also don't give plus sized um dress forms they don't mine no. had, mine had like a 26 um uh, okay but uh i don't think this season they had um as many amenities i'll say and right. rue literally asked mystique if she's going to pad the dress form and mystique says i ain't got no time for that right which so, you know that, you know I god don't... helps those who help themselves i think Oh, hallelujah. That's Hall- a Willem tidbit. Hallelujah. <laughs> That's a Willem tidbit. Um, Willem wisdom. Willem wisdom. <laughs> Willem wisdom. <laughs> There's not many of them. Been canceled. <laughs> we do them uh, once every several seasons. Right. Um, now, I'm not sure uh, what's going on with the corn, but some, Shangela found some corn. She does. She found corn in that pile of stuff from out of the closet, and she said, "I, I, I corn. I, I want to go with this." Yeah, it's south, and um, Shangela can talk her way into or out of anything. Yeah, I saw footage of her on the red carpet for Star Is Born, getting that picture with Bradley and Gaga, and I was like, "Wow, she gets it." She broke through one of the most powerful forces in the world, which is a female publicist. <laughs> Those women With the are bad yep, on, on they, the red carpet. A, a brigade of them to get to Bradley and Gaga, and I was like, "Good for you, bitch. Yeah. Good for Shangela." Yeah. Um, we we she learned that um, Tyra has a son. Yes, and so does Nicole Page Brooks. Yeah. So, like, I mean, I like that element that it adds to it. It's like, you know, we're not just playing around here. Like, this is my life, and like, I have a family to support, and like, it adds stakes to it. I think. Yeah. Or steakums. I mean, I don't know if you can afford <laughs> steak a steak or drag. Morgan says the words, I think mystique is a mistake, which is... Um, gold. It's gold, but it's also fucking rude. Yes. <laughs> it's really, it's really Morgan. mean. It's a Morganism. And if any queen said that uh, on today, I mean, it would just... It's great. Um, it's great any any interview that is alliterative which i think is a word off of alliteration meaning Mm -hmm. same letters um i is gold for an interview you know um i think that they're starting to push the they're doing a great job of establishing what the show does with the voiceovers with yeah. um, the interview tidbits about loving drag and the transformation and pushing right. pushing the boy to girl and the glamour of it all. Yeah. And showing it's an art form. Yeah, the first episode, they put it right in there. They're like, this is why we do drag. This is what drag is. This is what it means. I love the transfer. This is from Raven. I love the transformation, the costuming, the hair, the makeup, the glamour of it all. It is an art form. And Nicole says, to be able to change yourself into a completely different person is very empowering. And I believe that. Yeah, I think so too. So We're going to think about that on this break. (laughs) 
Welcome to the main stage. The most exciting part of the episode always for me is the the RuPaul reveal. Definitely. This Ru look is one of my favorite things in drag is uh, being untucked while also having a waist and finding a garment that's drapey on the bottom yet cinched in the middle and shows some bust is is amazing. And Zaldi turns out the gowns. Yeah. The hair is lovely. Matthew did that, you know. The lighting has improved from season one, definitely in the main stage, and they're actually on a stage. It doesn't feel like you're in um, an employee break room like season one. The stage is turned. I mean, it looks like it looks similar to what it still is. Yeah, it's definitely um, set the precedent for the seasons. It's the same. Yeah, it is. All the pieces are still the same. For sure. There's been a few like nips and tucks, but all but the all the Lego blocks are that still can be said about any same. of us though. Oh, tune up. It's time for a tune up, girl. <laughs> Little tuna tune up. <laughs> First out on the on the stage is Tyra and she uh is giving mahogany flowing uh trains and just, I love it. It's drag. It's mug, it's everything, it's hair. It's drag and drama. Yeah. And Tyra delivers that the entire season. She always delivers the drama. She is not there the to half step. She has big hair. She has a point of view, mm-hmm. and I think hers is one of the most well-made garments. Oh, yeah. And it, yeah. it's here's the thing. When you put shit on shit, it's always going to be more interesting than shit that is standing alone, you know? Right. It, it may not be something that any of us would ever want to wear, but in the challenge, she turned it out. Yeah, definitely. For sure. Raven comes out in a little boot scoot blonde wig, and she does a little, you know, mini dress moment, and Kathy reads her. And uh, <laughs> she reads her. Yeah, Kathy say? Griffin full on says, "I like that she kind of emphasized the waist, even though there really isn't one." You know, oh my god, full on, <laughs> full on reading. She doesn't look like she's there to make any friends or enjoy herself. She's giving supermodel cold, cold, icy, distant. Which you know, it's hard because they say, "Oh, we want to see more personality," but like, what, what if c- that is my personality? Exactly, being and an she, icy bitch. And she does say that. So, so yeah. Neek's outfit is really cool. It has a concept. It's brilliant. She looks like she could be one of the warrior princesses in Black Panther. Um, it's, yeah, she's got a curtain rod, a staff. Even her shoe is embellished. Um, I think she's she's drag. Yeah, I think she's clearly one of the top in this challenge. Yeah, I think she looks incredible. She got a bow on her ass, something to look at as you walk away. That's really important, you know. Yeah. Juju looks very Iris Appel. Um, I don't know what that is. She's that um like fashion lady with the big round glasses and the big chunky jewelry and the Oh. Very that, you know, that moment with the editorial collar. Oh, I love her. Yeah. Iris, the old woman mm-hmm. who does fa- who wears fashion. Yep. Very yeah. that. Um Tatiana is in um She wears red hair, which she doesn't wear very often, but I kinda like. Maybe they told everybody Kathy Griffin's the judge. They did. They did? It also is kind of giving maternity because it kind of blouses in the front. Oh, it's definitely teen pregnancy. <laughs> for sure. Teeny popper pregnancy wear. That for sure is what a teen wears when she gets pregnant. Which I could see Tatiana being like the front woman for like a company selling like teenage maternity clothes. Yeah. I'm friends with Tati and I know for a fact she's had several abortions. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Sahara has chosen to use a straw umbrella. Mm-hmm. Her reason she gives for that later on the <laughs> runway is questionable. It's question- problematic. It's questionable if a white person said it. Since she said it, it's kind of funny and cute. And 
it's also the first mention of Manila Luzon because she says, my boyfriend is Asian, so I went with the parasol. <laughs> when they read her for, why do you have a parasol with no fabric on it? It's just bare bones. Like, yeah. It's kind of like my parasol from my zombie challenge. Post-apocalyptic. Um, but that <laughs> made sense because that was acid rain. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You had um, a story. Oh, God damn. Shangela comes out and... See, this is personality on the runway. This is what the judges want to see. She's giving them all kinds of shapes and body geometries, and she's got a fan, and that's personality on the runway. And a lot of the other girls lack that this season. Right. Not, not Jessica Wild though, because she comes out, does a spin, whips her hair all within the first second. Yeah, and this is very, it's very, it's very like Sonique's entrance outfit, mm-hmm. like the the flower, what did you call them? It's a rosette, dear. Rosette. Yeah. Rosettes. It's a- She's rosettes on rosettes. I think she could have been on the top as well. Definitely. I really liked her, yeah. her look. Morgan also goes for this sort of warrior moment. Mm-hmm. She's walking like she's, uh, her heels hurt. <laughs> She, she did that, that lurch do. forward. Hand on the hip the whole time. The hand doesn't leave the it's hip. It's glued. It's actually E6000. Is that what she put her wig on with, too? Because it's that good old rooted wig. It's that good old ramen noodle root. You know the wig that the Michaels family likes. They, <laughs> like, they like their wigs rooted and their toes tighted. <laughs> um, but it's better than having a bucket lampshade with grapes and color spray on your head. Yeah, this is mystique's um look and it's it's a mistake well it's just she took the curtain and wrapped it around herself she did that's Uh, all and then she filled a um a lampshade with faux grapes yeah inverted it and then (laughs) held it upon her bewiggled head and then she takes it off and um after that gravity takes over and she does the drop split that drop split has paid for the mortgage on several homes by this point. I'm sure it has. It's in the like it's in the teaser sizzle in the beginning. It's the other time she does it. And she does it here and it saves her on the runway. Uh, somebody needs to save her because I don't know how she's getting up at this point. There's plenty of fabric there though. So I mean Yeah. Just just from what I'm seeing. The landing she has a long train. She does not spike the landing, though. It's kind of once she's down there, she's using her hand to hold herself up, which looks like me the one time I did a split at the Dragon in Dublin. Um, did you hurt yourself? No, but there was a railing, so I knew I'd be able to like not fall forward. Wow. Yeah. Remember that, that railing that Shangela fell off of? Sure. Oh, did she fall? Did she fall? We've all. She fell on that stage. She didn't fall off, but that one drag queen did fall off the railing and tumble down. Yeah. yeah, and got up and kept performing. Mm-hmm. You can watch that on Drag Queens Falling on Willem's Beatdown. <laughs> Nicole Page Brooks, I think, made the smart choice to put a little bustle in that booty and use. Yeah, she was one of the only ones who really did that. Yeah, I mean, a, a great flowing gown isn't much unless you have the proper undergarment. Otherwise, it's just like a lot of fabric hanging. Yeah, and bustling it is important. A little high low moment. Yeah. Pandora looks real cute, too. Pandora has the Kathy Griffin wig, which is fortuitous because Kathy Griffin is the judge. Very smart. The outfit is neither Mm -hmm. here nor there, really, for me. It's fine. It's serviceable. Yeah. It's not transcendent. No, not in the least. But I think she knows her shapes and she knows what 
she likes to wear. And so I think she went with that. That's why I saw all my girls. Know your fabrics, know your colors. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Um, Rue has some choice words, though, for some of the girls in their outfits. Yes. Uh, including adjectives such as raggedy as hell. <laughs> <laughs> There's one word to describe your outfit. Raggedy. raggedy. Yeah. Um, which I don't know. Nowadays, I don't see Rue being so pointed in her critiques. No. She kind of lets everyone else do it and then just looks yeah. her eyes that way. Yeah, RuPaul's like the Queen of England now. Like sometimes you can say more by saying nothing. Oh, and you don't, you don't, you don't say anything. You, the, it's not the Queen's job to give an opinion. The Queen's job is to not have an opinion. However, when you get a look, it has way more impact. It's like, oh, you're you're done. Yeah, I remember on my season, I came out and the first runway you walk is no music, so they could get the judges' comments clearly, and then you walk again with the music. Yeah. And um, one of my drag looks, I didn't have hair on, and it was supposed to be signature drag. And the first thing I heard is, is that Willem from Rue? <laughs> and yeah, I t- I, the gif from that is me tilting my head back and smiling because I was like, I got her, you know? And it was that leather and lace fantasy look. Um, do you think the... Take off your hat, you balding, balding bitch. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think that the mini challenge um, in any way affected the main challenge wins? Who was the worst in the mini challenge, would you say? Well... Shangela and Sahara, I don't think were the worst. But they're definitely the worst in this lineup for the outfits. Right. I don't think... I I honestly don't think that first episode, first challenge weighs in that much. Mm -hmm. Unless it's really needed in order to inform the decision. But I don't think... I don't think so. Because I'm not like... I mean... Let me guess. You won your first challenge. No, I I was disqualified because it was a water tank and I couldn't do it. What? However, I was I almost won the main challenge, so I don't I don't think it weighs in very much. Got it. I think um, it's like a standalone, like let's get our feet wet, sort mm-hmm. of. And then there's a winner, and then we move on. Let's meet these girls. Yeah. Um. There is a cutaway of Rue adjusting her own hair, given. Not not the wig a little tug, but she touches it and just... Yeah, it's touchable. It's bouncy curls. Mm-hmm. That's the Matthew Anderson uh, signature hair. You know, big, but still movable and lovely. So uh, beautiful. Yeah. Um, at this point, uh, there's there's more judges' comments. Kathy says that she's torn about the dress uh, of Mystique, but that literally could be because the dress is torn. Um, <laughs> in the wide shot, you could see the threads hanging down it is not even a, a clean cut excuse me everywhere you see there's a hem everything is hemmed this has a hem that has a hem everything you see has a hem little hemmy things <laughs> that thing got a hemmy yeah <laughs> <laughs> um rue says almost her signature line it feels like um they said let's get it let's get an alternate give us something we haven't heard so she says um silence let's bring the girls back in yeah which feels very rupaul fumbelina charles it's well it's still being born sure it's still and it goes through a few iterations these first few episodes like that are just sort of let's bring the girls back from (laughs) the backstage (laughs) it's very that um the winner is morgan and she gets immunity too 
which is always nice. And uh, she gets a photo spread for Interior Illusions for Lux Magazine. I wonder if we can find that photo shoot. Yeah. I would like to see that on Instagram. <laughs> you know what? I'll check the car wash that they stock Lux Magazine oh at. my God. And what is Lux Magazine? <laughs> Girl, I don't know. I don't even know. Yeah, it's certainly not a dragazine. Um, and the bottom two is Shangela and Sahara. Mystique was saved by that uh, split. The drop split. Yeah. Also her personality. She was very joking. She was mm-hmm. very like a winning personality, even though her outfit they described as raggedy. Yeah. Um, and you also made a good point. They can't send the one big girl home first. Well, it it might call into question. I mean, I think it was questionable that on the first season, the, the big girl went home and then everyone was sort of like a smaller dress size from that point forward. So I think they probably had that in their mind and they were like this. I mean, there's a ton of big girl drag queens out there Mm -hmm. and they deserve to be represented on the show. So, yeah, um, I, I totally agree. Um, that as long as your size isn't a hindrance in your performance, like if, if you're saying, Oh, I I can't wear my shoes this long. If for this challenge, you know, I think, I think you need to be on the, same playing field as everybody else and you can't use your size as an excuse. Right. Um, and my season, the biggest girl there didn't ever use her size as an excuse, which was great. Right. Um, I don't know where I'm going. The bottom two, we have Shangela and Sahara mm-hmm. and they lip sync to the song cover girl, put the bass in your walk. Now they do show this moment of tenderness, a sister moment where they're grasping each other's hands before the lip sync and neither of them has a nail. <laughs> How are you going to do upset. a close up and no nail? You're very upset. Nails weren't mandatory back then. I know. I mean, at least their cuticles are trimmed. I don't know if Raven was really wearing nails or Morgan or I don't know if it was like a thing back then. Sure. I don't I, think it was that big of a deal. In my head, anything that can be drag or any chance to lend more color, more sparkle, more elongation to the hand, anything like a nail is helpful. I love it. Um, I've been wearing a fake gold tooth recently, too, because it's a new spot to put shiny. Any yeah. spot that you can put shiny or glitter with drag is an advantage, I think. Yeah. Unless you're doing matte looks. Right. Weren't you all addicted to those instant stick nails on season four? Um, Can you get all the girls into those? Well, I remember going to the aisle and there'd be no nail. There were no nails left um, when Fifi <laughs> went because I took them all. She's like, they're out. And I was like, hmm. <gasps> I took them Rotted. all. I took them all, the sticky back ones, the instant ones, because... I wear those now. Yeah, they're great. The way to, I think, their win... life. Yeah. They're, they just make everything so much easier. And I think mini challenge wins are helpful when you present a full look, yeah. including a nail, you know, I think. But, mini um, challenge. You wore a nail for the mini challenge. I won three mini challenges. Oh, out of, queen, of the, queen of the mini challenge. Out of seven. Wow. By the time I left and two main challenges. People always say Sharon was a front runner her season, but. Huh. <laughs> I mean, let's do the math, girls. You love a little drag race math equation. <laughs> I do. Sharon actually. was a front runner, though. Um, the lip sync song is the same song as the finale song the year before. Yes. Which I guess, you know, drive up sales, cover girl, put the bass in your walk. Yes. Uh, now walk. Uh, Solik says it looked like Mortal Kombat because <laughs> they're like kicking and Sahara's doing like ballet pirouettes. Sahara's doing the most. Yeah. Shangela's doing the most and the least because she takes off her skirt 
it's definitely one of those moments where she's like, I cannot work in this. Yeah. Um, Sahara has that parasol, which is at this point should be used as a weapon to keep Shangela away from her. Right. Because Shang- it, it's... Um, Shangela does the Texas 8 count. The Texas 8 count is there. The good Fifi O'Hara. Um, and then Sahara says, fuck this, I'm doing a jump split. <laughs> she swan links into a jump split. Get out hell. of my way. Shangela is um, hair whipping. That hair stays on. The hair, Sahara's hair bun has been trying to escape her head since the beginning of the episode, and it finally goes. And finally, um, due to vigorous spotting of her pirouettes with that head, <laughs> it flips off on the third. But Shangela is a good Judy, and she brings her that hair back. She says, girl, here's your bump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and rue is obviously entertained she's giving the open mouth clap and she says wow and yeah. you know it is very um drag wars because they're the stage is littered littered with drag yeah and curtains oh, god Shangela's choker is even raggedy do you think when she says i have a feeling we haven't seen the last of you do you think it was premeditated that they knew Shangela was going to come back do you think they said, here, we have this queen. She's really green, but there's something there. Let's give her a chance, and maybe we can bring her back if, if when she has more time. Here's my take on that. Shangela is great in interview in this first episode. She gives yeah. quips. She gives, like, bon mot. She's very yeah. that. Um, and the same way when I saw season, uh, Vanjie season. Uh-huh. Season 10. On season 10, I saw Vanjie and her interviews and her quips were so great. So the fact that they sent her home, I was like, they just gave away their best talking head of the season. Mm-hmm. Shangela is a great talking head. And yeah. even in her wrap up after she's lost in the backstage area, she's being cordial. She's being quippy. She's being, yeah. uh, she's smiling even. She's being pleasant, which is great. Um, and maybe they did say or see something like, oh, we'll bring you back next season, you know, because Shangela obviously performed the fuck out of that lip sync. She yeah. gave it her all, and she was good. She may have looked raggedy as hell, but um, a couple girls looked raggedy as hell. That's fine. It's early days, and she was five months in. Um, yeah. I think that it could have quite been a possibility in their minds that maybe, you yeah. know, we'll bring her back because um, people do be making return appearances now and then. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so... Have you ever made um, a costume out of household items? I have uh, a feeling we haven't seen the last of you making things out of household items. Um, I made a meat dress in Dallas. Uh, the really? Same, the same meat dress that uh, Frank Fernandez made for Gaga. That kind mm-hmm. of idea. Uh, out of turkey bacon and pounded steaks. And then I proceeded <laughs> to throw it at the audience and give pieces of turkey bacon to anyone that tipped me Ooh. and eat it. I was going for a gross out thing. I was doing a Gaga number. Um, but I showed the artist who made Gaga's dress, and he actually loved it. Have you ever made an outfit out of household <laughs> items? Have I ever not? It's really the <laughs> question. Yeah, you... I love a plastic tablecloth. I love garbage bags and duct tape. Do you um, recycle them after? I do. I save them. Yeah. They and they get like little nicks and tears in them, which gives them more like texture. And which so like I love hanging on to them for a long time. By the end, they also have nicks on them. So. Nick's Cosmetics. Nick's Cosmetics. Yeah. Um, you had a great pink one from uh, the AAA Girls tour that was 
the Niagara Falls ponchos. Oh yeah, queen of queen of reduce, reuse, recycle. Yeah, I felt really pretty. Yeah, you and were. We pretty. all had that salty salt water, salty beach hair, salty beach. My hair. wig was very beachy. Um, I think that uh, Sahara's reaction is so pure. She's just so happy that she won, and then she instantly remembers, oh man, there's someone right beside me who didn't win. Right, and they were friends. Yeah, it's always difficult to watch two like good Judys go at it in a lip sync. Totally. Um, I, I, you know, it would be amazing if they ever have two girls that end up dating during the show, and then, you know, they have like they share a kiss before a lip sync, and then oh my god, wouldn't that, that would be, be amazing? Scandalo. That would be great. Yeah. yeah. One day we might see that. Who knows? Um, I think the most memorable viral moment from this episode is. Sahara's eyelash. The Sahara eyelash. I For agree. Sure. I think, is that like a gif? Yeah. That's oh. a giffy. I know. I've used it for sure. It's one of those things where you're just like, <laughs> that sound of your lash blowing and you trying to keep it together. I mean, it's happened during a pride float, I know, for me, where I'm like, ugh, this lash. Out of all the queens of season two, one of them stands out as a truth teller, a catchphrase owner. And to her, we'd like to say thank you. And her name is Tatiana. So for this season, we would like to do a little segment we call Tati Tidbits. Hi, Tatiana. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. Let's do, let's do the fake thing. Hi. Hi. Hey. Uh, I'm so glad we got you on the phone. Where are you right now? I am at home. I'm in Washington, D.C. Oh, my gosh. Excellent. In a full sequin queen gown with an updo. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. You know. I want to ask you about thank you. Uh, oh, good. It's one of the most iconic uh, sayings that comes out of the show. And one of the first real like catchphrases that came out For of the sure. show. So we want to know, was this something that you were already saying? Uh, did people like point out this to you that you say this a lot? Or was this, how, how did this come about? Um, didn't know that I said it as much as I did <laughs> until I watched it back. Um, it was unbeknownst to me. Uh, yeah, I did say it a lot. Um, and for a while, though, I didn't really know where I got it from mm-hmm. until I ended up rewatching. There was a series that I used to watch back when I was like in middle school. Mm-hmm. There was a Ryan Murphy show. It's like a precursor to Glee. It was called Popular. Popular. Yeah. Yeah. My friend so, was on it. What? Oh, work. No way. Which one? Who? Uh, her name's Lindsay Hollister. She played uh, the big girl wrestler. That, uh, not like the Martha Dump Truck character, basically, but not Martha. Oh, twerk, twerk, twerk. Got yeah, you, got her. you. I love that show. Yeah, well, Nicole Julian, who is like the bitch of the series, uh-huh. she ends every read with "thank you" and then walks away. <laughs> I guess that that just sunk into my gay brain as a child, and so I <laughs> guess I've been saying it ever since, and just never knew where it actually came from until I rewatched the series. So I love that Ryan yeah. Murphy. He's been giving us material <laughs> since the beginning. Yeah, right? Yeah. Work. She is legend. That's it. That's all you get. Thank you so much for joining us for Raised Chaser. We'll be back for the next episode to continue our journey.
down the drag race memory lane. I'm so happy to be back, and I'm so grateful for all of the fans and all the listeners who are out there following along on this journey. Mm-hmm. Get follow- into season two. Follow it. I'm Willem, and I'm you can Alaska. follow me at Willem and at the only Alaska. Five thousand. Five thousand. That's it. Yeah. You put your booking rate in there. And we're starting. No. <laughs> <laughs> and we're starting to use this Instagram. It's still a fledgling baby, but we want to like refer the visuals somewhere. Mm-hmm. So follow the Race Chaser Pod uh, um, uh, Instagram. Oh, we're on Instagram. Yeah, we have an Instagram account. So. Oh. I'm going to have access to it. You're going to have access. To it. Come on, you shouldn't. can toggle. You can toggle. I probably do. We really want me to have access to yes. anything. Okay. I think it should just be a place where we can put stuff that we talk about from the episodes. A safe place. Yeah, very yeah, safe. Totally. Um, so follow us, especially me, because I have less followers. Um, <laughs> and rate our podcast, which is important. And post yeah. about it if you like it. Post mm-hmm. about it if you hate it. Even that's fine. Yeah. And uh, tweet the house down. And use the hashtag Race Chaser. Bye. See you. Race Chaser. Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Forever. Race Chaser with Alaska and Willem is a forever dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Sound designed by Mike Malarkey. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck, which is available on iTunes. Wherever fine music is sold. Mm.